welcome back to the 20-something girl podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Robinson, and I am so happy you're here. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode. I have been on a high since last week, since the first episode of season two um, went out. First things first, I always like to start off with a little gratitude. Thank you so much for all the support and the love I've received lately on, you know, going into this new season, new energy, new vibes, and yeah, I just always, always appreciate it. With that being said, I feel like my first couple weeks of January here have been jam-packed, and if you know me, that is exactly how I like it. I like busyness and just a variety of things going on, but I also preach about balance, so we have to accept days of rest as well. But, um... Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but how has this first couple weeks been treating you of 2023? I feel like I talked about it a lot in the last episode, but I just cannot get over the shift in energy that a new year brings. Like, is anyone else feeling this, like, 2023 energy of people just, like, feeling rejuvenated and ready to, like, take on their biggest dreams? I don't know. That may be a stretch, but I do feel like people are going into this year with just a new energy of, you know, embracing your potential. And as you can tell by the title, we're talking about a TikTok trend that is going around, um, lucky girl syndrome. And I was kind of not going to talk about it, but then I was like, um, this sounds exactly up my alley, so obviously we're going to talk about it and what that means and kind of my perspective on it. But yeah, it's definitely just a good way to start 2023, I guess. I don't really know where I was going with that. But (laughs) as for any life updates from me, I actually just went to Arizona for a couple days with a few friends and it was so awesome. I feel very lucky that I was able to get away for a couple days, just, um, just because, really, and we went with a couple friends, so there's about six of us in total, and we just had the best wholesome time. I mean, there's something to be said about going new places with your friends who maybe you've never traveled with before, and just taking it, taking it all in. It's always so interesting you know, everyone's different travel styles and how people are when they're in new places, whatever, but, um, it's, yeah, it's really nice. I always find interesting when you're at the airport and just genuinely the variety of people that are in your same environment going a million different places and coming from a million different places, I don't know. It always fascinates me, but, I don't know about you guys, I really like traveling and I feel very lucky, like I said, to be able to travel occasionally, but I, in these past, like, recent years, I've kind of developed a little bit of travel anxiety 
and it's new because when I was, you know, when we were growing up and we were traveling, I had no fear of flying. I had no fear of anything going wrong or forgetting anything or, you know, X, Y, and Z. But now the past few trips, it's getting better because I'm trying to work on things that I know will help me and take note of, you know, what I do and what I don't like and calming myself down, whatever. But the past few trips, I have been such a nervous flyer. And I don't know if you guys, anyone else experiences travel anxiety, but it is such a awful feeling of being like not in control. And yet, I love being at a different destination. It's not being at the destination, it's just the straight up jumping into a plane and putting your hand up and saying, I hope I land safely and I hope everything goes well, <laughs> which um, I guess that is the premise of anxiety is the lack of control, but anyways, it's been, it's been interesting. This past trip was was probably the best it's been in a while and I guess even pre-COVID this is really when it started to kick in was pre-COVID so but yeah so you kind of have those like little different techniques that you use to kind of calm yourself down when we're taking off I have to put my noise cancelling headphones on and not hear the horrible sound of the plane around me I just need to like mute everything out but that always really helps me, is just creating my own, my own sounds rather than listening to the terrifying sounds that come out of a plane because those stress me out. <laughs> but traveling and being other places is definitely exciting. Like I said, we were just in Arizona for a few days and it was really fun. We lucked out and kind of had one full day of pure sun that we just got to hang by the pool and do a bunch of, um, outdoor games we basically spent all day outside and that was awesome I mean it's definitely a change from the snow we have here so can't complain about that we also went to top golf for the first time which if you know me you know I'm no professional golfer I've been out golfing maybe a handful of times like literally less than a handful probably <laughs> last last summer was my first time golfing and it was really fun but I'm no I'm no expert that's for sure and one of the worst feelings I hope someone can relate to this but like when you go to hit the ball <laughs> and you just straight up miss and you think you're you thought you were gonna hit it that is probably one of the most humbling <laughs> experiences that happens to me um more often than not probably but anyways, it was really fun. Like I said, I'd never been to a top golf before and we played the little Angry Birds game and it was it was really cool to see how everything worked. As soon as we switched to the you actually have to hit the targets that are on like the I don't know, the ra I don't know what you would call it, but the targets they have set out for you. As soon as we switched to that game, that's when I got very difficult for me because I can sometimes hit the ball. I haven't perfected 
aiming the ball. So aiming at a target was very, very difficult, but nonetheless, it was, it was very fun and just something a little bit different, you know? Um, but I will say my arms are just starting to feel better and that was literally days ago and I think I like probably pulled something in my arms because I was trying to trying to hit it so hard like I was trying to put all my energy into hitting the ball and when all of your muscles are that tense and sometimes you don't hit the ball yeah that sucks but <laughs> all in all we had a great trip but we're I'm so happy to be home because we I went to go pick up our dog when we came back and that feeling right there is completely unmatched. He obviously was staying here as we left and I went to go pick him up and the excitement and love that just radiates out of dogs is so precious and so unmatched and it could probably make me cry just thinking about it <laughs> because it's just so it's so cute and honestly getting a dog was one of the best things we ever did because it's like your little best friend and so cute but you guys know you guys know about dogs <laughs> i also started watching emily in paris season three now i've seen such polarizing opinions on Emily in Paris. Genuinely, people like absolutely despise it and some people just love it. I'm on the love it side. I mean, we all know I love cheesy, corny, maybe a little predictable things and that's what that show is. It's just fun. I feel like if you take it too seriously, then that's where you're probably gonna cringe a little bit because of course it's a little cringy, but I don't know. There's something about a cheesy, corny, girly show that just gets me. So I I think I have two more episodes of that, of season three. And yeah, it's getting interesting. If any of you guys watch it out there, well, don't spoil it for me, but let's talk after I finish the next two episodes and recap our thoughts on the season because it was different. It was good. I've been, I've been really enjoying it. But okay, one last point I want to talk about before we get into um, my thoughts on the lucky girl syndrome that's going around is me and Peyton Peyton Watts Photography have been finalizing our collab event details and you guys I am so so excited for what we have planned as you know if you listen to the last episode my word of the year is connection and that is exactly our goal for this event and it's going to be so so much fun and yeah just finalizing all those little details of how to make the afternoon exactly how we pictured it um such as the venue the food the everything like that it's just all of the details are starting to come together so there should be an announcement regarding the event so soon like so soon. <laughs> we really hope to have it actually put out there for you guys um, very, very soon, along with 
just details, just what we've even been talking about for the past little bit here, um, what it entails, what we kind of want to bring to you guys. I mean, as you guys know, being in your 20s is one of the hardest times to connect with like-minded people that happen to be in your same area and that's what we want to do. We want to bring people together in real life that um, are like-minded and are looking for new connections and new networking and just have a place, have an afternoon where you can put yourself out there, you know, if that's one of your goals for 23, 2023, put yourself out there in a new way or bring your bestie, whatever. As I said, details to come, but it's going to be so amazing and I'm so, so excited about it that I just cannot actually stop thinking and talking about it. But yeah, so keep your eyes peeled because like I said, it's coming so, so soon and you're literally not gonna want to miss being a part of it because it's going to be such a, I think, empowering afternoon. At least that's what kind of we have in mind and a goal. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled because that is coming so, so, so soon. <laughs> but with all that chit chat being said, let's just jump right into my thoughts about this lucky girl syndrome that's going on. I've been seeing it everywhere. You know, I've seen various podcasts talk about it, um, various people post about it, whatever, and I kind of actually had to do a little Google search, like, what is, what is lucky girl syndrome? Because I just wanted to get a clear definition on it, and it's basically, if you're unfamiliar, talking about a shift in your mindset to believe that you are lucky and that you are attracting opportunities and everything that you want in life, generally. Um, I think I actually was reading an article on Poosh.com and it was pretty good, so if you're interested, definitely go check it out, but Poosh was saying that lucky girl syndrome is basically a mashup of the law of attraction and the law of assumption. So the former says that positive thinking attracts positive outcomes. So what we assume to be true becomes our reality, basically. And if you guys know me at all, you know that I just eat up any excuse to shift ourselves into a more positive mindset. And I really think that this is kind of the basis of the lucky girl syndrome is just shifting into a mindset of I am worthy and I am able to attract what I want out of this life. Now, obviously, luck does not rule the world. There are some things in life, now I'm just stating the obvious, but there's some things in life that you cannot control no matter how much you manifest, no matter how many affirmations you say. There are some things that like straight up cannot be controlled by our mindset or our energy because that's, that's life. <laughs> like there are going to be unlucky moments, but we are all about getting our mind to catch up to our spirits and hard work. So I feel like 
you know, sometimes we can work as hard as possible, but our mindset isn't in an accepting state. So we don't have a clear, you know, path to our lucky lucky opportunity say we can be physically doing all of the work we you know are required to do or want to do but if our mindset is still in a well it doesn't matter how hard i work i'm never gonna get this because i'm not worthy of it or i'm not enough for it or x y and z it's difficult then to no matter how hard you work to actually be open to accepting the opportunities that we think we may be ready for. And I think this whole concept is just another way of helping us open our minds to unleashing our possibilities and that if you're capable of something, so am I. And anything in this world, if we want it, really... We can, we can get it, and we are deserving of it, I should say. One example of, I think, embracing, quote, lucky girl syndrome is I've been seeing a lot of people post about, you know, content creating and becoming a content creator. And one of the biggest tips I'm seeing is posts like you are already who you want to be. You're already a content creator. You're already, you know, creating. If you had a million followers, you're already creating what you would give to them then. Post the content you want to create and opportunities will come to you. That's one of the biggest tips I've been seeing out there in that kind of world and a content creator kind of I don't know, usually talks about just like ourselves, ourselves being the person who's posting brands, posting um, tips, etc. But I think you can expand that to, you know, if you run any, if you're content creating for anyone, if you're a brand manager or if you're in charge of, you know, socials for your work, whatever, post like you have the following because half the time, you do have an engaged following. You just need to tap into who you are. And I think that's where it goes back to is this whole lucky girl is yourself. You are the lucky girl who can post whatever she wants, who can go out and get the job that you know that you deserve. You can go out and get that sale that you know you're capable of. And I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I think it's difficult when we're just kind of starting into our career and like I said, our mind hasn't quite caught up to our body and you're kind of grinding and you're doing all this work, but you're still like, oh, I'm too young for that opportunity or, oh, I'm too new to be able to sell X amount. When if we start with our mind and if we work on focusing our mind to, oh yeah, I've got this. Oh yeah, I deserve that sale. Oh yeah, I'm ready for this. And it matches the work we're putting out. I think we're going to actually receive a very positive outcome. I recently saw a reel that was talking about 
lucky girl syndrome in business affirmations. And like I said, I really liked the way that Poosh article said that it's basically, this whole concept is basically a mashup of law of attraction and law of assumption. And this reel that I saw kind of listed out um, business affirmations that this one girl was looking to apply and kind of embrace with the quote, lucky girl syndrome, whatever. And then she told people to go to the comments and, you know, share an affirmation that they're believing. And I was kind of reading through the comments on that. And the whole, the whole concept of just changing and shifting your mindset actually really works for people. It's just any excuse. And I talk about this. I've talked about this, I think quite a bit because I truly, I truly believe that any excuse to shift your mindset into a positive, accepting, and willing, I think is, is key. And why not? You know, some people might look at this and say, oh, this is such a silly, basic trend, whatever, but why not tap into it, see what it does for you, rather than deliberately go against it without even trying? Because it won't hurt. (laughs) Changing your mind into a positive thinking way is not going to do any wrong, right? But I was reading the comments on this post and I saw someone say that it's been, it's this whole shift has made them a lot more grateful for the things that they do have and that they've lost a lot of imposter syndrome. So, you know, that feeling of you're just kind of not worthy of the opportunities. That's what imposter syndrome is. And that you're just kind of not the person that should be heading all of the opportunities you're getting. And the shift in mindset might actually, you know, remind you that you are worthy of the opportunities you are creating and attracting to yourself. And I do agree that when I've been thinking about this whole topic, it has been definitely making me reflect on things I'm actually lucky for and things I'm grateful for. You know, I'm very lucky to have such wonderful people around me and working towards a job that I genuinely care about and want to embody, you know, it has given me reason to just stop and think about what I do have and how grateful I am for it. And practicing gratitude and reflection into our day-to-day lives also only does us good. only can move us forward in what we want out of life. Now, with all of this being said, in the same article on Poosh that I keep referring to, and it was just, I like this article because it was kind of simple and that it kind of just was straight up, no fluff, whatever. But in the same article, they touched on acknowledging that luck also comes with privilege at times. You know, and that we don't want to use this trend 
to feed into a toxic positivity mindset. Now, what I mean by that is it's truly unrealistic to think that we can be positive and happy and lucky at all times because that is just not the way life works sometimes. Life is gonna is gonna do its thing and unlucky, unfortunate stuff happens and sometimes you just, you can't be 100% positive. That's just life and I think where it would feed into a toxic positivity trait is, you know, harping on yourself for not giving yourself grace to be, to feel those kind of negative feelings, to have moments of, you know, acknowledging that this moment sucks right now, (laughs) whatever it may be, but I think we really do want to be aware. I preach a lot about positive mindset and how I'm such an advocate for going into your everyday with a positive mindset and attracting and whatnot, but that also comes with acknowledging the feelings of, you know, sadness and unluckiness and disappointment. We have to acknowledge those feelings as well because toxic positivity is sometimes can leave you feeling not enough if you're not able to maintain a positive attitude all the time, you know? So we definitely want to stray away from that and we want to be, we want to just acknowledge that feeling and I thought it was a good, good point that was mentioned because, you know, you're not inadequate if you're unable to maintain a positive attitude at all times and that's kind of what this article is referring to. Um, It's just that healthy balance that we're all trying to achieve is how can I go into making the best out of every moment and attracting the opportunities I deserve and attracting those lucky connections and lucky opportunities while living my truest life and being literally human. (laughs) Being human. But like I always say, I am a sucker for a positive mindset shift and a reason to do it. And I feel like this, if you take it for what it is, it can, embracing this lucky girl syndrome can be really, really positive because, you know, if you start saying, I am lucky to be creating the life I want to live, I am lucky to be given this opportunity, I'm lucky to be authentically myself. It can be anything. It can be affirmations that tie into your work life or affirmations that remind you how lucky you are to even be here. (laughs) X, Y, and Z, like it, it can be so personal. And yeah, I feel like it's something I'm definitely going to tap into in the next little bit because I am lucky to be here and to be creating the life I want to live and to be taking advantage of opportunities that are coming my way. And to just say, 
yes. Yes to things. So yeah, those are my general thoughts on the quote lucky girl syndrome we've been seeing everywhere. If you have any thoughts or, you know, points or affirmations you want to share with me, definitely you know my messages on the podcast page and personal, whatever, um, are always open. And if you're not already following the 20-something girl podcast page on Instagram, definitely do so because like I said, um, my messages are always open. I really want to know your take on this whole once again, quote, lucky girl syndrome, and how, if you are embracing it, how you're doing so, and what affirmations mean, mean something to you, because, yeah, it doesn't hurt to share them, (laughs) and speak them into existence, right? But, yeah, I feel like that's kind of, like I said, my general thoughts about it, and... Of course, I'm always down to get us into the mindset of you are capable of creating and attracting the life you want to live. And that's important, especially especially now in these 20-something years because these years can be very daunting and very full of new experiences and also unknown experiences. We're going through this time in our life for the first time, <laughs> as you do, but it's just any anything to help us along the way and anything to put ourselves in our own corners um, is something I encourage. So, so yeah. But once again, if you're not following the podcast page on Instagram, definitely do so because we are going to be, like I said, releasing those details on the 20-something girl Peyton Watts photography collab event, and it's just something you're you're not going to want to miss. You are going to want to be a part of this. You're going to want to say yes to it and put yourself out there and connect with new people in new ways. So, yeah. With that being said, I think that kind of wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.